The CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. And hello and welcome to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show here on the CWR Talk Network. And I am your host, Lionel Shipman. I am so glad to be here one more time. So a big thank you for uh, uh, tuning in tonight. And I want to give a big shout out to all of my regular listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. And all of my new listeners, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight as well. And I want to give a huge thank you to God for another day to make a positive difference in the lives of other people. Now, for all of my new listeners, my radio show is a financial and life empowerment show focusing in on improving your financial outlooks. But it doesn't stop there. I'm here to give you some life lessons. That means educating you in those other important areas of life, mind, body, and spirit, to help you live life to the fullest. So in a nutshell, I am here to help you. So tonight, uh, we continue with our uh, eighth episode of the Women and Finances series. I have to say, I have thoroughly enjoyed uh, this series. I have some great guests uh, here on the show, and it only gets better and better and better. And like I said, the series goes from January uh, through July, but it may be going over into August. I've uh, uh, touched bases with some other people, and uh, we're getting some great feedback on the show. So I may be extending this uh, out through August. So uh, just be prepared for that because it's such a good uh a good guest. I think it's a very good series, and it definitely has been beneficial for uh, all of us that are listening in. And if you haven't listened to any of the past episodes, you can go to my website at www.shipmanconsulting.com. Uh, click on the microphone. It'll take you right over to the radio show page, a page that I've created dedicated strictly to the show, and it lists off all of the episodes of the show. I have a gallery of all the past guests that have been on the show, and I've created a small gallery uh, for the Women in Finance series. So you can catch up on any and all that I've done here on uh, this radio show. Now, I ask that you please stay tuned. Uh, we have a, another great guest tonight, so uh, continue to hang on uh, for that conversation. Tonight, the call-in number is 917-889-8078. 
Again, the number is 917-889-8078. You can call in with your questions or comments, and that's if we have time permitting tonight. Uh, if you don't know, you can listen to all of the programs here on the CWR Talk Network, uh, of which my show is here on the CWR Talk Network. Uh, you can listen to all the shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. So let's get started tonight. My guest tonight, she received her bachelor's arts degree in communication from Sacramento State University. She has enthusiasm that is riveting. It will grab your mind, ignite your soul, and fatten your wallet. She is a financial educator with Patelco Credit Union. She's an award-winning speaker, a published poet, and a professional comedian. I've never had a comedian here on the show. So what you remember about her presentation is how much fun you had learning. Now, she has won numerous awards for her work as a financial educator. In 2017, she was awarded the Credit Union Rockstar Award and a national award called this Jargons. I know she's probably going to get me with that name there, but uh, for her contributions to adult financial literacy. As a philanthropist, she supported the Bay Area Crisis Nursery for six years, producing and performing in an annual Mother's Day comedy show. She has taught financial literacy for 18 years at UC Berkeley, Cal State University, East Bay, San Francisco State University, Diablo Valley College, and Sierra Junior College, as well as dozens of other high schools and nonprofit organizations throughout the state. She's an avid traveler, the mother of three, and committed to lifelong learning. She believes that in order to achieve financial prosperity, people need to understand the emotional impact of money. The practice of compassion and forgiveness is vital to changing and adjusting to new financial behaviors. Well, thank you so much for joining in tonight. We welcome to the show Miss Veronica Dangerfield. Hello, Veronica. How are Yay. you? Yay. I don't care when I <laughs> Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. I'm delighted so, to be here, Lionel. Thank you so much for that warm introduction. And a hello to everybody out there. It's so nice to be with you tonight. Good. Perfect. Great. Glad to have you here. So let's just get started. Uh, as I've always started my show with uh, my guest, I always like to hear a personal story of how they grew up uh, with money. So tell us, please share your money experience growing up. Well, um, my my parents um, was in that um, live the American dream. It was uh, feast to famine and paycheck to paycheck. Um, yeah. My mom always paid her bills on time, and she had great credit, but she also never saved. And uh, my dad would actually say yes to anything I asked for. But by the uh, time I got it, I did not want it anymore. The <laughs> man, what he taught me about money is that never ask him for it and get a job so you don't have to ask no man for money. So uh, um, it, was a, it, was a great, it was a great childhood, but uh, I learned a lot. Fantastic. Good. Yeah. I always say at least 
long as you come out learning, that's a good thing because you know, be, <laughs> as we, yeah, as you grew up and became an adult, and uh, especially now, seeing where you are now, uh, I think you've you made up far far more uh, than uh, that time. So, so thank you for sharing that that story there. Now, when we, you know, I'm so glad that we were able to connect. I think it was probably back in January uh, time frame, and uh, we had a chance to talk a little bit. Now, when we met, you stated that you are an advocate for financial compassion. What, what, yes. what do you mean when you say financial compassion? What is, what are you talking about? So, you know, Lionel, um, most of us are doing the best we can with the ability and the awareness that we have in each moment. And um, finances are extremely complex because we have like three influences that um, challenge us and can create a financial trauma. Um, first of all, there's generational um, knowledge that you pass from generation to generation, and they, they become beliefs. And then also, uh, when you were young and your parents taught you about money, you had to learn it as part of survival. Then we have the software that we have in our head, our brain. It, um, mm-hmm. That software hasn't been updated for 40,000 years. <laughs> and uh, it's very sophisticated um, keeping up with uh, money. So I find mm-hmm. that people sometimes have financial drama and we have to overcome our story to get to our glory, which means that uh, we have to um, have compassion and actually heal our beliefs so that we can use money as a tool and not as a tranquilizer. Oh, I like that. Money as a tool. That is something that is so key. And I love how you said that to heal our beliefs. So, our belief system sometime uh, early on has uh, tainted our financial or pretty much dictated our financial behaviors, especially those irresponsible behaviors. So, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I wouldn't even say I would be more gentler than the um, irresponsible because, like I said, if you're doing the best you can with the ability and the awareness that you have at the time, you know, Mm -hmm. that I, I offer compassion with that because, there's so many ways. And even if you were perfect, you're still going to make a financial slip or a financial right. fall. So I just think that, you know, compassion so that people can say, because there's so much shame about money, um, Lionel. Mm-hmm. When I give, um, I give an emotional spending um, seminar at the library, and people don't want to come in. And if they do, they want to come in with a bag over their head. Because they're shamed, you know, and I, that's why the humor is just so important because I, I, I tell them that I'm not here to judge whatever happened to, to them. I'm here to love them and then share other ways that they can hand. Because sometimes I think for adults, um, financial education would be more like financial recovery. Mm-hmm. You know, you're recovering mm-hmm. from the trauma that happened to you. And once you recognize what happened and you greet it with compassion, then you can gently take baby steps towards making better decisions. What do you think? Oh, I I agree totally. I agree totally. Uh, I I love how you 
said earlier about the compassion part because it, it goes to say my wife has a saying that says you don't know what you don't know, and you no. you live, yeah yeah you live based upon that that you know and that that you don't know you don't know that you're making a a, a, a bad financial decision when you 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 signed off on that loan and if no one ever told you that rate that the rate was too high the payments could be too high it could be beyond your budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think that I had a baby. She was 18 years old. She had a baby. The baby had a baby. I was teaching um, at Patelco. Uh, it's a great credit union because it allows me to go anywhere where people need financial health education, and I'm allowed to go there without um, any expectation of memberships. I can just go there to teach. And this beautiful girl. Oh my God, she was so beautiful. She bought a car for eleven thousand dollars at twenty percent. Eight thousand dollars gonna be in, and she it was the first payment default because she didn't realize that her car payment was at the same time she paid her rent. So wow! And and, and, and when I told her, I didn't want to break her heart, so I I told her that as soon as we can we're going to have to refinance that car because eventually it's going to break down because it's already a 10-year-old car, you know? Right. And when it breaks down, she's not going to be able to pay for it, and then her credit is going to be ruined, and that's going to be ruined until she's 28 years old. Her life is just starting. Right, absolutely. Wow. So 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 tell me, uh tell us rather. So what is unique about your approach to uh financial literacy in general? So first of all, I'm really corny. <laughs> I like to have fun. I like I like people to have fun and I take complex um ideas and I break them down to um for for them to to learn easier. Because like one of my sayings I, I say is, limit of language is limit of mind. If you can't talk money, you ain't going to have a dime. Hmm. I, also, I, I also explain compound interest as when your money's money makes money, and it's sweeter than honey. You know, I, um, <laughs> I make it fun. I give them energy. Um, and I also tell them that um, regardless of how much financial information they get, it's not going to help them if they don't have a system to put it in place. I agree 100%. <laughs> it's almost like financial behavior by by information. They don't. Yeah. You're right. You know that that's one that probably be one of our biggest struggles as financial educators uh is to give out the information, uh lay it out a, in a simple uh, easy to learn, uh, easy to, easy. It's easy to grasp and all, but sometimes that push to for application, uh, that is probably one of those hurdles. But I, I love how we all have different delivery systems. You you said you you say you come off corny, but I think it's I think it's rather unique. And knowing that you you, you do it with humor. People can relate to that. They kind of lower their guards, and it and, and mm-hmm. it can kind of create it kind of creates some accountability hearing it come from you yeah. as opposed to someone else. So 
I love that approach about you. And like I said, when we first talked on the phone, uh, we were laughing. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you know, yeah. and I love humor because it, it, it has connection, you know. Yeah. And with a name like Veronica Dangerfield, you remember the, the, the comedian Rodney, right? Yes, I do. I was going to bring it up, but uh, seeing that you did hit it, you're right. <laughs> a lot of people don't <laughs> remember Roger Dangerfield. Yeah. I, I so, tell everybody that I'm Rodney's only black child. <laughs> <laughs> See, you got everybody go to YouTube. You know exactly who we talk about when you look up Roger Dangerfield. Oh, yeah, a classic, classic comedy uh, right there for sure. Now, hold on just a minute. We're going we're gonna to take a quick break, Veronica and everybody, and we're going to come back. We're going to continue our talk. I still have uh, a number of different questions, and I'm unsure if we're going to be able to cover them all, but at least we'll be able to get as much out as we can. So we're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned as we finish our conversation. Listening to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances Show with host Lionel Shipman on the CWR Talk Network. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. Alright, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese! followed naturally by an order of wings and another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show with your host, Lionel Shipman, on the CWR Talk Network. Well, we're continuing uh, our discussion tonight. I have as my special guest, uh, Miss Veronica Dangerfield. And this is the eighth episode of the Women in Finances series here on the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. So, of course, now we've got a little uh, taste of Veronica. Uh, I just want to kind of flip gears a little bit, and then we will con- uh, circle back with a couple other questions. But I want to touch on uh, some of the challenges, uh, some of the struggles that you may have faced along the way, you mm-hmm. know, either personally or professionally. What were some yeah. of the things that you've had to overcome, and, and how did you overcome those things? Well, um, after 26 years of marriage, 
I became a single mom with two teenagers. And um, I had a, it was a huge financial setback because um, he, like many traditional households, he had um, most of the money. But, um, and I found myself as a financial literacy educational expert um, challenged as I, um, as I figured out how to um, overcome two foreclosures at the same time. Um, wow. It was a difficult, a humbling experience. But at the end of the day, um, what saved me was that I had accumulated enough wealth um, by saving, by forced saving in my 401k plans to weather the storm. And that's why, Mano, I strongly encourage um, my, uh, my women sisters to save for their lives because it may be the only thing that saves their financial lives. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. That's a, that's a, that's a very powerful story. Um, and I'm thankful to see where you are right now. Uh, you you re- recovered. And uh, you, you know, back on your feet and doing fully well, recovered. fully recovered. recovered, fully recovered, and I am I'm bouncing like Tigger on Winnie the Pooh. Um, <laughs> I have um, have a I have a nice healthy saving, and I um, and I have uh, I I also understand, Lionel, that. For me and for most of the world, I try to teach them that there really are no money problems. Sometimes there's an imagination problem. And I have the ability and the awareness that I am not, not only can I be prosperous, but I am prosperous because I feed my mind. I'm a lifetime learner. And um, if you have the right information, it really doesn't matter how much money you have. Would you agree? Oh, I agree totally. Uh, money, you know, uh, I know a lot of people say, you know, money brings happiness. Uh, it can bring uh, some things that can make you happy, but uh, you have to be careful yeah. with it. And I don't want to get into – I've often talked about the, the control and the influence around money. But right. I always try to tell people that you can live life to the fullest making $50,000. You can live life to yeah. the fullest making, you know, far less than what the the standard that we have set forth. Uh, so it doesn't matter, you know, I know some people that are making six-figure, almost seven-figure income, and they're miserable. So money is not always the, 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 the necessary means of bringing happiness and, and the quality of life. Right. It's, it's what yeah, you do with what you have. Yeah. Exactly. Nor does it bring security, because security is a, a, a an emotional mindset, you know. Because mm-hmm. there's billionaires who don't feel secure about their money, but because yeah. it's, it has nothing to do with money. Yeah. But you have some really good points. There. So, um, I think that one of the things that um, that I love about living is having an infinite capacity for joy, um, and um, being able to educate people about loving themselves into better financial behavior is uh, I feel like I won the lottery every day. Every day I get to get up and I get to serve people. And um, I went to a, um, I I went and talked to some high school girls about 
um, the wage gap and the wealth gap. And one of the fathers were there, and he says, I saw you three years ago with my other daughter, and you still have the same energy. And he says, <laughs> yes, because, because I'm so happy in my job. I'm so happy to serve. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and we said something even before we came on the show tonight uh, about if we affect just one person, uh, I call it mission accomplished. Uh, because yes. I look at if you can if you can help that one person, they can in turn help someone else. They can in turn help someone else. So it, it can replicate and duplicate uh, just from that one person alone. So uh, I'm with you with that. I'm definitely with you with that. Now, uh, now on that on that uh, subject as well, you know, since I talk, when we're talking about women and money, what what are some of your recommendations and advice uh, can you give out tonight uh, to the women that are listening regarding money? Um, first of all, I want to say to the women that are listening, congratulations, you have done an exceptional job. Um, regardless of what you have done. I want you to be proud of yourself, and I want you to know that you've done the best that you can, and that's enough. Now, the second thing is is that there's a huge um, wealth gap, and wealth is when you take the money that you owe and the money that you earn and see what's left. And as women, we're coming far short on that. So I would like to suggest to my sisters that if they have a 401k plan that's for savings, be very, very aggressive with it because eventually it could become well. Um, I also want those of us sisters who have actually um, made it to a certain level to go back in our communities and bring our little sisters up so we can give them the knowledge and the foundation and, and even the encouragement. Um, lately, I've been thinking a lot about being hopeful and hopeless. I want you to be mm-hmm. full of the hope that you can do anything that you want to do. And even if you feel like you can't do it for yourself right now, there's an aspirational vision of you. Your future self can actually do anything. So stay encouraged. Um, try your best to use some of your income to get assets and lessen your expenses. Get on a budget, not a budget to restrict you, but a budget that it can increase the quality of your life because you're using your money on things that make you feel good. And don't ever give up. Don't ever give And if you have credit, if, you have, if you're credit challenged, know that your value is not in a credit score. Your value is incalculable. You are amazing. It's just cause and effect. Um, So that's what I'm worried about. I'm really worried about me and my sisters not having any wealth that can make us economically stable when the hard times hit. And I want to lead a revolution on that and teach every young girl that she has to have assets. So that she don't, so she doesn't have to work so hard, and she will have the choice to be wherever she wants to be, and she doesn't have to be stuck because of money, because money is power. What do you think, Lionel? 
Oh, I, I agree. Uh, money allows you to expand. It allows you to grow. It allows you to attract. It allows you to create. It allows you to innovate. Yeah. Uh, it allows mm-hmm. you to educate, to empower, I mean, to, to inspire. Uh, uh, it, uh, so many, I know a lot of times we look at what money, the, uh, this, the dangers of uh, or the consequences, especially the bad consequences of what money can bring. But I look at what, the, what money can bring from a beneficial standpoint. Yeah. I mean, here it is last week. Uh, I was uh, at the, I'm part of the Academy of Finance here in, his, here in Tampa, Florida. And we had what we call our completers breakfast. And we had a number of students that were, they completed the, the uh, program. And some of them were uh, eligible for scholarships. And so they had to go through the interview process. And lo and behold, they had a number, I think about six or seven students that were awarded scholarships. So money is allowing those kids to go to college where they may not have had the opportunity to go to college. So money opened up the doors in many, many ways. And when we can utilize the tools such as budgeting, you know, managing our debt, you know, I love what you said about uh, valuing yourself above your credit score. Yes, your credit mm-hmm. score is not who you are. That, it does not dictate who you are. And so, so when we put money to good use and have it as a benefit to grow with yeah. it, to, to build our assets, and I love this because I teach and preach this all the time, go back to people and help them get to where they need to be. So go back into the community, go back to other people and teach them uh, that they can uh, be pulled up and start their journey so they can do the same thing, uh, definitely reaching back. So I love the recommendation and advice you just gave out. I mean, to me, it goes beyond just women. All my men that are listening to tonight's broadcast, uh, those are things for you as well. But uh, but thank you. That that was that was absolute. I made note of it. That's uh, of that. So thank you so much for sharing that. I, I always I always tell my students, you don't have to be an expert if you know one. You don't now have to figure out the details if you know an expert. I give out my. I bet you. I bet you a hundred thousand people have my my phone number. I give my my phone number out like showers, like rain showers. You know. <laughs> And, uh-huh. and and the young people call me. And if you call me, I can save you from um, the school of hard knocks where you get your head hit time and time again. I can yeah. save you from that, you know. Yeah. And yeah. also because it is my dharma, it's the reason I'm on this planet. I tell people they honor me when they let when they allow me to support them. Because really, Lionel, the only reason we're on this planet is to help each other out. Yeah. Yeah, got to make a difference in other people's lives. I, that's something I lead off with, uh, to make a difference in somebody else's life. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful, yeah. too. I want you to know it's beautiful. It's Absolutely. beautiful to hear. Good. Now, as we're coming down, of course, uh, we can keep going on and on, but my show won't allow it. But uh, got one other question. Uh, what books have you read that kind of changed your thinking? Yes, indeed. I'm so excited about this. 
I love the um, uh, I like the the book by uh, Mr. Mustache. It's called of uh, the Simple Path to Wealth. Have you read that book or seen it before? No, I'm not familiar it's with that. Path. Yeah, it's called the Path to the Wealth. It's a roadmap and okay. um, very simple. He wrote it for his daughter, and um, very simple book. Some of the concepts are a little bit uh, complicated. You might have to read it a couple of times, but I think okay. it's a great um, it's a great introduction to investing. Um, okay. Another book I like was Short Change: Why Women Doesn't Have Why Women um, Have Less Wealth by Chang Chang Morocco. Um, a little bit depressing, but very, very um, inspiring because it gave me another reason to um, to march with the flag. And my other yeah. favorite one I talk about all the time is Mind Over Money, Overcoming Money Disorders by um, the, the father and son team, Ted and Brad Clunz, K-L-O-N-T-Z. Okay. Okay, good. Thank you. Also, That's one, so more, good. one more book is called uh, okay. Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits by James Clear. It is a fabulous book if you want to change your life. He advocates doing small changes one at a time. Fabulous book. Oh, fantastic. Now you're giving us some good resources now on top of uh, uh, your advice and all. So thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Now, as we're getting ready to close, what what other uh, – Give me some of your, your, your website, any website information, any contact information for people to reach you. Absolutely. Uh, any, yeah. So it's Veronica Dangerfield. You can find me on LinkedIn, and please do. Um, I also, you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. There's a lot of Veronicas, but there's not um, very many Veronica Dangerfields. And um, you can contact me. I feel like I am. Um, I'm extremely creative, and I'm full of resources. And Good. I think a rising tide lifts all boats. And I want to lift yeah. your boat up high so that everybody can get to shore in style. Ashe. Fantastic. Now, how do you have anything new, any workshops, any seminars, any functions that are coming up in the next six months or so? Oh, yeah. Well, um I'm, I'm actually just doing conferences and some personal okay. teachings, but um, okay. um, I want to also thank Patelco Credit Union for um, supporting me in living my dream and allowing me to educate uh, all of Northern California. And actually, I went national and global. So um, if you guys don't have a credit union, please go join one. It's a wonderful place to put your money. Fantastic. That's true. Yes, I can attest to that. <laughs> well, Veronica, I have thank to you, say, it's, yeah, it's, awesome. it was great, great. Thank you. It's great having you here on the show. Um, of course, I may have to have you to come back because I didn't get into the, uh, the uh, comedy side. I wanted to talk a little bit about that. And um, um, I just would love to have you here. <laughs> To talk, it's to talk silly, a little. But it's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, just real quickly in a minute. I, I, I'm, I'm going stretching my time here. But now, how long have you been a comedian? I mean, doing the work as a comedian of 
in the field of, of so being I a comedian? Was, uh, I am. Um, I have been a, um, a comedian since 1994. Oh. So, uh, but I, I tied I tied my com- comic gift um, in my little business called Comedy for Community, and I um, I sit around and tell jokes and then give the money to nonprofits. Oh, so, fantastic! Um, that is my gift. Yeah, that's my gift from from God. So I give it out as a gift, and it's fun to make people laugh. I mean. I just love it when everybody you have a room full of people laughing at the same time, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. Uh, I. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I look I look forward to hearing one of your uh, shows then. <laughs> absolutely not. It would be my pleasure. Thank you oh, so much you. for your time and your effort and all you do to improve the world because you're such a sincere, earnest man and. Um, I really appreciate all your efforts, and I know your radio listeners do too. So thank you. Okay, thank you so much for those kind words. Well, well, that's a wrap. Uh, it's been a pleasure speaking with Veronica tonight here on the show. And like I said, uh, we would definitely have to get you back on again. So thank you again for uh, being here tonight, Veronica. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Lionel. Have a great evening. Okay, you too. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. You can catch my show every Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you have missed any of the past shows, you can go to my website at www.shipmanconsulting.com and you can click on the microphone. It'll take you right over to the radio show page and you can listen to all of the past shows. And if you're not aware, we are on Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. So you can always listen to the show if you're working, if you're working out. Or just sitting down, you can always uh, click on and listen to any of the past shows. And if you haven't touched base with me on social media, I would encourage you to please do so. Uh, You can catch me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm also on LinkedIn as well. Now, in closing, as I always do with every one of my shows, I want you to remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully, spend carefully, and invest wisely. We will talk to you next week as we continue this Women in Finances series. Now, we're going to go out with a little bit of smooth jazz music because you know I love smooth jazz music. We have Mr. Marion Meadows. Take care, everyone. Talk to you next time.